From Applied Client Network and the team behind Connections, this is Reapply. I'm your host, Brian Langerman, CEO of Applied Client Network. The insurance industry is changing at an accelerated pace. With the rise of new and varied competitors, insurance agents and brokers are struggling to capture the attention of buyers. At the same time, buyers are facing newly emerging and escalating risks and demanding more from their agent relationships. With reapplied partner Resource Pro's agency growth solutions, agents and brokers can gain the insurance, technical acumen, and consultative selling skills necessary to meet buyer demands and develop a sustainable, competitive advantage. Visit resourcepro.com forward slash reapplied to learn how you can develop risk advisors and receive a complimentary assessment of your agency or brokerage. Hello, and welcome back to Reapply. This week, we're getting into all things technology with Applied Systems Chief Technology Officer, Rich Belanger. Welcome to the podcast, Rich. Ryan, thanks for having me. It's great to get some, to spend some time with you and with your audience. Uh, it's great to be here. Well, we're really excited to have you. I know there's a lot of great things going on at Applied and especially technology focused. So I know our listeners are really, really excited about today's podcast. But before we discuss more about the Epic Transformation Project that you previewed in August, let's break the ice with a question that I've been asking everyone this season. Rich, what's something you've learned and applied, no pun intended, over your life during these past 21 months during the pandemic? Well, that's a really good question, Brian. You know, probably so many different things. The transition to, you know, working from home and being on video, you know, what seems like 24 hours a day is, has really been a, been a huge um, change for me. But it's also something I've been applying in my personal life. We've got, you know, friends and family all over the U.S. and all over the world. So I actually find I've been reconnecting with a lot of people in ways that I just wouldn't have before the pandemic. Probably the other thing is I've, you know, and, and this is more, maybe more for me, I've got really gotten back into swimming. I'm lap, I've been lap swimming for the last, um, for the last year, and I'm just having so much fun in the pool. It's great to be back in the water and pounding away the, the laps. It's just been a lot of fun. Excellent. Well, thanks so much for sharing that. I'd like to ask you kind of another question as well. I know many of our listeners out there are certainly very versed in technology and interested in technology. You know, you as the chief technology officer for applied systems, any suggestions or kind of tips for our listeners out there that, um, you know, may have an interest in furthering their career around chief technology officer kind of leadership role, any um, kind of words of wisdom or any kind of suggestions you have for the types of skills that uh, they should hone in on for a role like this? Well, that, that's a wonderful question, Brian. You know, I got my start in technology. Actually, I, I came to it from a, a, an interesting background. My undergraduate degree was in physics, and I did research in laser spectroscopy, which you wouldn't think is a normal you know, path to get into you know, writing software for the insurance industry, for example. I found, though, that over the years that the, the you know, learning specific technical skills is, is, is important, but they change all the time. And the stuff that's really you know, cool and exciting today is boring and obsolete in three years. Um, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but maybe maybe only a little. So I, I think the, the, the key skills that I've found that have been really helpful are just a willingness to learn and adapt and, 
always being out reading and, and playing around with new things, really working on building your collaborative and imp- interpersonal relationships too, because it, it's very kind of you to say that, you know, I know about all, all sorts of technology things, but just like everyone else, I, there are far more things I don't know than things that I do. So I, I really rely on building a great team of, of leaders who can help me in the areas that I need a little help on. And, you know, in turn, I can help on some of the areas where I have a lot of depth of knowledge. So cultivating that great team, always being a curious, wanting to play around and explore new things. Probably the other thing that that's really important, and this is going to sound a little weird, is you got to be comfortable with failure. As, as I tell people, the only way to be good at something is you first start off being bad at it. Whether that's skiing, I, I, I love to ski, by the way. No one starts off doing, you know, black diamond runs their first day. You got you to gotta fall a few times or a few hundred times. And being a, a great technologist is no different. You, you've got to be willing to you know, jump into new things and be comfortable, you know, being bad at it until you, until you get good at it. Great advice. I, I totally agree. Before we dive into Applied's digital strategy and what the latest developments mean for our listeners, Let's hear another word from our sponsor. Attracting, hiring, and retaining producers is a significant challenge for insurance agencies and brokerages of all sizes. With more than 50% of new producers failing to validate the financial impact to an insurance business can be in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. Coupled with an aging workforce, nearing retirement, the shift in buyer demands, and the need to vie against both traditional and non-traditional competitors, agency principals and sales leaders struggle to effectively develop producers who can achieve organic growth targets, write larger, more sophisticated accounts, and generate the revenue necessary to fund a perpetuation plan. With Resource Pro's agency growth solutions, agencies and brokerages can benefit from a proven, structured approach that reduces training and development costs, frees up leadership to focus on other initiatives, and improves producer performance. Visit resourcepro.com forward slash reapplied and ask about receiving a complimentary assessment of your agency. Discover how collaborating with the growth solutions can help your agency build the best-in-class producer development program that will attract talent, increase validation rates, and improve your bottom line. And we're back with Rich. For my first question today, you spoke about engineering in the US, UK, Ireland, and even the Google partnership at a very high level during your address. Can you dive a bit more into these components for our users listening and how they are combining to deliver a strong product on an ongoing basis? Sure. Happy to, Brian. So we're doing a lot of work with Google to power the technology behind Applied, whether it's with Epic Transformation and the the work we're doing with our new browser native interface. Our new data lake is 100% powered by Google technology, as is our new API platform powered by the Google Apogee platform. So really, Google's tech is really deeply embedded and at the heart of everything we're doing today. 
if you look at our engineering teams, and I'm, I, you know, I talked about the US, UK, Ireland, where we have engineering resources, I was probably remiss and didn't mention Canada and um, India and Poland, where we also have um, development resources. So at Applied, we really have a global um, development presence, and that allows us to bring skills and capabilities from all over the world to and bring them to bear um, in service of providing the best customer experience we can. Our UK and Ireland teams not only build great solutions for those markets, but you know, they work with our, our North American teams in, in the US and Canada to help support the products that we, that we launch in these markets as well. And similarly, we have resources in India that help us with follow the sun support um, so that we have people available on security or network infrastructure. And we do a lot of work with um, carrier API integration over in India, where we have a real core depth of expertise in that team. So it takes a village, and in this case, it's a global village, to build the kind of products that, that, we, that we deliver and make sure that we can get them out there and in front of our customers. And again, Brian, your audience as quickly and with the highest quality level possible. Great. No, thanks, Rich. I know you've talked a lot about, and, and I know that Epic Transformation really has kind of three core components, and you outlined this during your recent Applied Net speech. Um, the Epic browser interface, certainly the new cloud-based Applied Data Lake, and open API technology. If you don't mind, can you just kind of walk our listeners through each of these three components and the core advantages they bring to their system? Sure. So uh, let's start with the browser. The browser is one of my favorites in Epic Transformation because we're really making the user experience much simpler um, for our customers and, and your audience. So with the browser experience, there's no longer a need to maintain desktop applications, especially for larger customers. They've had to devote lots and lots of person hours into updating, pushing new versions of software out, having to you know upgrade PCs to run on new software. It, it's, it's really a productivity tax on, on our customer base. Um, with the browser version, it's just point and go. You go to one URL and, and you're, you're in, and it's very, very easy. It's also um, fairly device agnostic. Now, we don't recommend running it on a small mobile phone. Some of those Accord forms on a mobile phone are not going to be um, a lot of fun for anyone to, to take a look at. But on tablets and other devices or on Macintoshes, the browser gives you um, a lot of device independence that you don't have with the, with the rich inter internet client that we have today. For some of our larger customers who work with multiple Epic environments, the browser is also super easy that you can go just point and click across multiple different Epic instances. You know, you just go to each one, log in, and you can have you know five windows up with five different Epic environments. That's something you never could do with the, with the rich internet client. And finally, the browser allows us to innovate um, much more rapidly. So whether it's bringing technology like auto address completion or SIC NAICS code completion, in the browser, we have a lot of tools that allow us to see not, not customer data, but customer journeys through the app and which buttons they're clicking on. That allows us to optimize and, and really improve the customer experience continuously, which is not something that we've had before. And, and finally, uh, and this, is, this appeals to the technologist in me, we're releasing the browser app bi-weekly. So every two weeks, there's a new release. So we can 
be really improving the quality of our delivery. You know, just like every other software company, address address some bugs that we that we find. Um, but we don't. Customers don't have to wait a long time. We we can just be constantly cycling, and they get the benefit of that work almost immediately. So you know, the browser is is just fantastic on a number of different levels. Now, the data lake is also something that we find really exciting, mainly because it offers the opportunity to make it much easier for customers to access their data in the way that they want to. So we, I won't go through all the backend detail. So Brian, if we ever want to do a really geeky technical call, we should, we should, I'll, I'd be happy to sign up for one of those too. But we, we essentially, I'll channel my inner Walt Disney and say that we use applied magic to get the data from Epic into the, the Google data lake environment, which is built on Google BigQuery. Once it's in there, we can make it really easy for customers to bring their own BI tools and run and build their own reporting and analytics. Of course, they can leverage our BI capabilities and our applied analytics platform that builds on top of the data that's in the data lake. And it just makes it much simpler and a much shorter path from being able to go and explore your data. Because the data lake is so fast, you, know, you can run queries across millions of rows in just a, in just a few seconds. That gives you thousands of tries a day if you want to go and explore your data, as opposed to having to laboriously hand you know, create Excel spreadsheets and pivot tables. And not that you can't do that, you can still do all that, but the data lake just makes it a lot easier. And finally on APIs, I, I wanna just caveat this a little bit. We've got a, had a couple of people say, well, you know, wait a minute, Rich, you're talking about APIs a lot. Does that mean I need to be a programmer now to, in order to use Epic? And the answer is no. If a customer just wants to use Epic straight out of the box, for their own applications and never connect to anything else, there's no need to become a programmer and get to know our APIs. However, what we're finding is more and more customers want to interconnect with other systems, whether it's a, a voice over IP application to do automated calling, whether it's a marketing tool, though we love our own applied marketing automation platform, but other customers also may have their own marketing systems. The APIs allow you to integrate with all of the modern tools that are out there, but they also, if you want to, allow you to extend the Epic experience in, in ways that are limited really only by your imagination. And that's our goal with the APIs. We're, we're never gonna try to force everyone to become API developers, but we never want our APIs to be a barrier to customers playing around and doing new and exciting things that work and drive a better experience for their customers or better revenue for their businesses. Great. Now, thanks so much for uh, walking our listeners kind of through each of those three pillars. And yes, we would definitely love to take you up at a future date for that deeper dive. That sounds amazing. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, Rich, you, you noted uh, just a minute ago that um, the browser native version of Epic is updated every two weeks. Could you maybe just share a little bit more on some of the key recent updates that users or potential users should be aware of? Sure. We just had a browser update just um, a day or so ago. You know, some of it, some of the browser updates that, that are coming out are things like better um, SSO and security integration. In one of our most recent updates, we actually added 
better support for taking scanners and scanned images directly into the browser version. So it's those kind of things that we're adding on a, on a bi-weekly basis. We've recently added a new ad account capability. So as we continue to roll out new features, design screens, make changes with things like fonts, um, you know, those, those come to the browser every two weeks. And one of the nice things is in we're we're publishing um, release notes about the about the new version in the browser itself. So it makes it really easy for customers to see what's changed. Excellent. No, thanks so much for sharing that. With Applied Net 2021 behind us, and certainly many major announcements were made from Applied and a lot coming from your team. Is there anything that you'd like to kind of share with our listeners about, you know, what else is kind of next on the horizon? Is there something new from Google or some other areas of focus that you'd like to talk about? Well, there's always new stuff that we're working on, Brian. The teams are are really working feverishly on on so many different projects right now. A couple I'd like to highlight is we've done just a huge amount of work on the applied marketing automation platform, including rolling out direct integration with CSR24. So we can actually tie um, educational content and deliver it onto um, customers' portals which you know, we, we think is going to be really um, cool and really valuable for customers. We're also integrating CSR24 with Indio so that you can kick off directly from CSR24, go right into Indio and those great Indio um, workflows. You're going to see us working to integrate Indio capabilities more broadly inside of our portfolio over the next um, six months. So Watch this space for more announcements, but you know, Indio development and Indio integration is super, super busy, an area that we're putting a lot of time and energy into right now. We're also working very closely with our friends at EasyLinks. With the acquisition of EasyLinks into, into Applied, I was talking to, to Brian just before we started our podcast that I'm spent, I'm down with the, with the EasyLinks team in beautiful Louisville, Texas, every couple of months, and actually spending time with um, the team you know, electronically um, on a weekly basis. There's a lot of really cool stuff coming on the EasyLinks side of the house too. So I, I think that the, the next, this year, we've been driving a lot of innovation. And in 2022, you're going to see us, you know, step up you know, and, and, and drive even more into the market. Right. I know we're just about out of time, but I'd love to ask you one more question. Kind of a fun fact, I know um, you're a big Michigan Wolverine fan. So at the time of this recording, Michigan is uh, just behind Ohio State, right? One loss. The big uh, annual uh, contest between Ohio State and Michigan coming up here in just a couple of weeks. Any uh any predictions uh, out there you'd like to uh, send out to our listeners? Well, Brian, that, that's a great question. I'm, I, it, it's funny. I'm not the biggest football fan um, in the world, but here in Ann Arbor, we're in, I'm coming to you from beautiful Ann Arbor, Michigan, but here in Ann Arbor, it, it's almost impossible to not pick up what's going on with Michigan football through um, osmosis. So my mathematical side would say that it's Probably, you know, Ohio State is um, is favored, but you know, emotionally, you know, I'd love to see you know U of M pull out a a win against the Ohio State University. Okay, great. Well, thanks for that uh, prediction, Rich. We'll have to see if it uh, comes true here in a couple of weeks. Well, unfortunately, uh, we're out of time for today. Thank you again uh, for joining me, Rich. What an amazing uh, perspective that you shared with our listeners. Well, Brian, thank you so much for having me and um, look forward to um, getting that deep dive technical call scheduled. I, that'll, be, that'll be lots of fun too. And I can use lots of acronyms. Perfect. Well, uh, I know our listeners will be uh, ready for that. 
So to all our friends listening out there, please subscribe or leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to help others find the show. And certainly if you're not a member of ACN and are looking for even more content on how to maximize your applied system software, please visit us at AppliedClientNetwork.org to join today. Thank you.